Welcome to Work Mom Says Don't Be an Idiot. And now, here's your host, Work Mom. Hello, I'm Lori Jo Vest, also known as Work Mom, and I'm here to talk to you about the emotional contact sport of business. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor. And for this episode, we are going to talk about trauma. And I'm doing this episode on my own. I will be looking to cover the subject again, because I think talking about mental health in the workplace is really, really important. We have got to be able to talk about our feelings and things that happen because we are human beings. Human beings are your employees. Human beings have foibles and have emotions and have feelings and have trauma. So let's talk about what I mean by trauma. We all have it. It doesn't have to be something huge. It doesn't have to mean you were, you know, beaten up in a parking lot when you were 10 years old. It can be all kinds of different things. I was listening to an audio book version of Oprah's book called What Happened to You, which is about recovery from trauma. And she talked about as a child, a lot of children, the first trauma they experience is the birth of a sibling. That's traumatic. Now it's it's a good thing in the family, but to the child who's, you know, the 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 first child and has been the only child, it's traumatic because what's their place in the family now? You know, how do they, you know, where do they fit? And they have to try to figure it out. And if you're like two years old, you don't have the ability to figure things out at a mature level and make that situation make sense. So it impacts you. So I'll, I'll define trauma for you and give you some examples. Um, having been in a car accident, having a narcissistic parent, having physical abuse in the family or childhood sexual abuse, the death of a parent, a little lighter, divorce. A lot of people go through divorce. A lot of children are affected by that. Parental abandonment by one or both parents, death of a sibling or a classmate, a health emergency, yourself or a family member, a parent going to jail, somebody who's overly critical or overly emotional as an early caregiver can be really difficult on a kid. So we're going to talk about trauma, just to clarify it. We're going to talk about trauma as it pertains to things that happen to you when you're a child or a teenager, because those are the kinds of trauma that can change your life and can cause anxiety, depression, all kinds of psychological issues You may be surprised that what happened to you didn't seem like that big of a deal to you when you were a child. And now that you're an adult and you, you know, you're 27 years old and you're in a relationship or you're in the office and all of a sudden you start having difficulties managing your emotions in certain situations, or you get angry really quick. You notice things that you're doing that you really wish you hadn't done or didn't do. So trauma as a child can impact you and how you behave in the workplace. Sounds a little nutty, but stick with me if it's not something you've heard about. There's this thing called the ACEs score. It's called Adverse Childhood Experiences Score. And basically, I think it's a scale of one to 10. You get one point for every one of these like major life-changing events, divorce, 
seeing a parent abused, being abused. Um, there's 10 different ones, having a relative um, imprisoned. And if you, once you get to a certain number, let's say you have four or five of those, you start to exhibit after effects and PTSD. And it's a form of PTSD that they refer to as complex PTSD if you have, you know, ongoing trauma in your childhood. But the ACEs score, circling back, the ACEs score is something that you want to consider if you had a really difficult childhood. It will help you understand yourself and hopefully maybe have some compassion for the difficulties that you're experiencing. So let's talk about what somebody with trauma looks like. I did a little research and I found this woman named Annie Wright. It's W-R-I-G-H-T. She's a psychotherapist and a trauma recovery specialist. Her website is AnnieWright.com and that's A-N-N-I-E-W-R-I-G-H-T.com. The definition that she put on her website is trauma is the unique individual experience of an event or enduring conditions in which the individual's ability to integrate his or her emotional experience is overwhelmed and the individual experiences either objectively or subjectively a threat to his or her life, bodily integrity, or that of a caregiver or family. Now that makes sense, doesn't it? If you have something happen that's beyond your ability to handle it emotionally as a child and it goes on and on, you end up being what they call a trauma survivor. So what is a trauma survivor? What do they look like? A trauma survivor can be a CEO, a marketing executive, a journalist, a doctor, your neighbor, your teacher, your coworker, your boss. And the symptoms that are that come into play that can adversely affect your behavior there's a lot of them. There's just a lot of them. Let's just say that. That long-term trauma or unresolved trauma can cause anxiety, insomnia, eating disorders, alcoholism, addiction, suicidal thoughts, difficulty managing emotions, shame, regrets about your behavior, negative thoughts, self-isolation, difficulties in relationships, all kinds of things. Something many people battle and don't know it is complex PTSD, which is a long reaction to trauma that happened over a long period of time. A couple other things to ask you. Have you ever noticed any of the following? Unexplainable sadness, anxiety, feeling like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, intrusive thoughts, an overly emotional reaction to something small or feeling stuck in a situation when you probably aren't, but you feel like there's no way out. Those are signs of trauma and reactions to trauma. The intrusive thoughts one is really common. And I think if more people knew that intrusive thoughts can be a sign of something psychological that you should get some therapy or some help for, more people would be getting help for their mental health because intrusive thoughts are basically when you, you know, you're thinking about something and it just keeps coming back and won't go away. No matter how hard you try to forget it, it just keeps recurring and recurring and recurring and you may be losing sleep. 
you may be, you know, unable to focus at work. Those kinds of things should lead you to call the therapist because while trauma is really common and it causes some, you know, some horrible side effects and symptoms and bad habits and all kinds of things, there is help for you. There are counselors that specialize in trauma. There are resources online. There are support groups. Again, I'm not a therapist or a counselor, but I really do. I think I honestly, I suffer from complex PTSD. I had a really difficult childhood. I had some horrible things happen to me over extended time periods in my teen years. It, it was pretty bad. And so as I've gotten into my career and, and, learned, gone to therapy, you know, done all kinds of different uh, modalities of treatment, I only recently discovered complex PTSD and how that creates these symptoms that you don't understand. You know, you might wake up in the morning and just feel really fearful and anxious and you have no idea why. Nothing's happening. The bills are paid. Everybody's happy. And you just have this horrible feeling of pending doom that's a trauma reaction that can happen to people with complex PTSD. And what I read is that there is this thing that happens because the, the trauma is repeated over and over and over again during a difficult childhood or an extended period of trauma. The feelings aren't really attached to any particular memory so it's not like the guy that goes to Vietnam or guy, that guy that goes to Iraq and comes back and had some horrible things happen, but it's kind of, it's PTSD. Complex PTSD is as if that guy spent, you know, his entire childhood in the war. And that is what it feels like if you're a child raised in an environment with, you know, abusive or alcoholic family members. So the reason I'm talking about this is because there is a lot of information I have done a lot of studying of late, just in the past calendar year, I've done a lot of reading about complex PTSD, um, PTSD, trauma, trauma responses, things like that, to educate myself so that I could heal. And I think besides therapy, besides medication, if that's something that works for you, um, educating yourself is really, really helpful because it helps you give yourself some grace. And one of the things that I learned, there's a book about complex PTSD. There's several of them, but the, the original Bible about complex PTSD is, um, I'll put the, the name of the book in the notes um, on the website, so you'll be able to grab it. But in this book that I discovered about two years ago, it talked about our trauma responses and that as a child growing up in an environment that requires you to survive instead of feeling safe, you usually rely on one or two trauma responses. Now, you probably heard of a lot of these, fight, flight, freeze. Those are really common. You, you, know, you don't usually hear of them as trauma responses, or we hadn't until recently, but there are these, it's what your amygdala, you know, that reptile brain sets you up with for survival. Fight, flight, freeze. Well, there's a fourth one that I learned about just about a year and a half ago called fawn. And that explained my entire existence. Fawning is where you as a victim or potential victim of abuse take control of the situation by trying to be as likable and amenable and 
you know, make the other person feel as good as you possibly can so they won't hurt you. And that's my fawning. That's my response. My trauma response is fawning. And I spent 20 years of my career in sales. Makes sense, right? I'm really good at getting people to like me. And the reason behind that is because I had, you know, my entire childhood to practice. Um, you know, mom won't get mad at me if I get really good grades, if I'm really happy, if I do whatever she wants, if I try to, you know, subjugate my entire being to cause her to like me and to keep myself safe. Well, these trauma responses stick with you. I bet you've got one or two of them yourself. And what happens is when you are confronted or you're feeling really defensive, maybe an argument's coming up with someone you're in a relationship with or somebody you know, comes after you at the office, one of these will pop up. You may, your, your first gut instinct may be to like, attack somebody, you know, jump back at them, be defensive. You know, you know, somebody needs to talk to you. So you just aren't at your desk all day. So you're going to, um, to hide or what they would call flight, flee, um, freezing. That's another one. Freeze. You may freeze. Someone may ask you a question you don't know the answer to, and you may feel like I can't even say anything because I just don't know what to do. So you freeze. So one of the things that I really, um, encourage you to do is dig into complex PTSD. If you've had some of the issues we talked about earlier in this episode, if you have had, you know, emotions that seem to rule your life sometimes and make things really difficult, sometimes you can't get out of bed or sometimes, you know, you just get really angry and snap at somebody at the office or, you know, you're having problems in your relationship and you, you can't get a handle on your behavior. You really want to look into some therapy, support groups, um, medication, things that can help you live well now while you figure it out because you can figure it out. And with good therapy, good education, um, group support, things like that, you can gain control over it and you can give yourself grace. Again, that's the most important thing. Giving yourself grace is something that not very not very many of us who have had a trauma background do. We blame ourselves for things that happen. We think everything's our fault. Um, it all goes back to those childhood experiences and the beliefs we created as, as children that are stuck back in our brain somewhere. And therapy um, can help you get that out. A good therapist will be able to, to help you understand the things that happened and how they cause you to behave the way you do today. So I'm going to make a couple um, of other recommendations. There's a guy on Spotify and he has a podcast called the Complex PTSD Guy Podcast. I'm going to try really hard to get him on um, Work Mom Says because he has so many great things to say about trauma. But he's, he pretty much shares just his own experiences, what he knows and how he deals with those strange you know, behaviors and habits and emotions that come up. And he explains in, in some really nice detail, you know, but just on a layman's level, what happens and what he does to counteract those problems in his own life. He's got a really soothing voice, plays great music, really nice soothing music behind his podcast. And I highly recommend you look him up. If you see him or you know who he is, tell him I'm looking for him. Um, and that is all I've got for you today. I just wanted to kind of step in here, talk a little bit about trauma. If you're having the kind of problems I experienced, you know, or I've told, I've told you about in this podcast, get yourself some help. Keep moving, keep moving, keep working it, keep healing. 
and there are resources for you. So I'm going to close with that. I love doing this podcast. I'm so glad you're here for the ride. Um, if you have questions you would like to ask me or things you would like me to cover, a guest you'd like to encourage me to invite, please reach out to me on our website at workmomsays.com. I've got a contact form there. Or find me on LinkedIn as Lori Joe Vest. I'm an open networker there and would love to connect with you. So that's it. Take care of yourself and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Work Mom Says. Don't be an idiot. For more information, you can email Work Mom at L-O-R-I WorkMomSays.com. That's Lori at WorkMomSays.com. And remember, <sighs> don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot.